welcome to the Therapy Thursday Show. I am your host, Iyeye Ojele. Every week, I'll be having conversations on mental health, personal development, and all the small or big decisions we can take towards creating an epic change and becoming the best versions of ourselves possible. Sit tight, relax, and let us get right into it. What is up, TT Squad? Welcome back to another episode of the Therapy Thursday Show. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. If you're new here, hello, my name is Joe. It's very, very nice to meet you. And if you are a returning listener or subscriber, hi guys thank you for keeping a date with us i really really appreciate if you're not your listener of the show you know that when we say how you doing it's because we mean it and we really really want to know how you are doing no automated responses i need you to take a couple of seconds to check in with yourself mentally physically spiritually emotionally and just ascertain how you are truly doing. I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to do that. Have you done that? Good. As for me, the events of the past few weeks have been very traumatic to say the least. If you do not know, I am a Nigerian living and currently recording in Lagos, Nigeria. In the last two weeks, the youth of Nigeria have come out to protest against police brutality, which has been a menace that has been sweeping the country for years, only to be met with more brutality and eventually a shooting that occurred at the Lekki toll gate where people were injured and some lost their lives. This has been horrific to say the least. The entire country and even people in the diaspora have been grieving due to the endless impunity that has been occurring and reoccurring in the country i have taken out time to sort out my emotions and protect and take care of my mental health this is the reason why there has not been an episode in the past two weeks i could only hope that you are safe and your family is safe too for those who do not feel quite like themselves I need you to take some time out to process your emotions and even if you're not there yet, no pressure, you will get there. Little by little, you will get there. So do not put any undue pressure on yourself. The theme of this week's episode is the reality of checking in 
and taking care of ourselves. The impact of the event of the last weeks has been painful and stressful to say the very least. For this episode, my vibes in person and guest is Nifemi Shawali. Nifemi Shawali is a certified psychotherapist, podcaster, mental health activist, SSA Fellow 2019 author, and the developer of My Beautiful Mind NG. My Beautiful Mind NG is a mental health not-for-profit organization that is specialized with offering psychological services and putting an end to the stigma associated with mental health and mental illness in Nigeria. Nifemi and I talked about the impact of the last few weeks on our emotional well-being and mental health the feeling of emotional numbness and how to deal with it, hopelessness and how to combat it, grief shaming and the impact on our mental health. She also offered some tips on processing emotions during this period and what healing might look like during this period. Also, she shared a light on post-traumatic stress disorder due to the events that have occurred within the past few weeks. If you hear something that resonates with you, do not forget to like, share, leave a comment on our social media pages, and of course, subscribe so that you can be part of the TT squad. Here is our conversation. Hi Nifer. Hi OJ. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So um Nifer, you are the convener and um director of my beautiful mind NG. Um, can you start by telling us what my beautiful mind NG is all about? Hi guys. Um, so my beautiful minds NG is a mental health nonprofit organization. We are a body that sets to raise awareness about you know mental health disorders, and we also you know try as much as we can to eradicate stigma. We also provide psychological services for individuals that are coping with mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's one thing that really struck me in everything you just said concerning your core motto for My Beautiful Mind NG is um, eradication of stigma. Um, mm. Is there a backstory towards that? Because oh, um, stigma is one of the big... In fact, Stigma could even be worse than the melter illness itself. Yes. Yes. So is there a backstory? And can you kindly share with us? Of 
course. All right. So we're here to talk about mental health. So why not? So um, <laughs> so let's travel back, guys. Let's travel back to like 2015, right? This was the first time I was interning in a proper mental health hospital, right? And yeah. I was pretty excited. I had, you know images in my head or expectations about how it will go and how you know they would people coping with mental health disorders how they'd be treated right and then I mm-hmm. OJ I was shocked mm. to my core guys I was I was actually you know that you know the um mindset that we have of how people are chained you know it was like that mm. And it was worse. Like, even in the hospital. Even in the hospital. It was worse, you know? It was so bad that there was an obvious divide, right? For an intern, you Hmm. obviously were in Nigeria. You wouldn't want to pass your boundaries, right? Given the fact that, oh, it's a government-owned hospital, there are some, you know, cadres and all these things, and you wouldn't want to pass your boundaries, right? But I felt the divide. I f- the stigma. I felt the, you know, segregation. I felt, oh, this... The way, you know... You know how you just see someone and you look down on the person? I could feel the pain of these individuals that are coping with, you know, mental health disorders. And it's, it's not funny, but it's their reality right they themselves are questioning or are stigmatizing themselves right there's already the internal stigma and then like people that are supposed to cater for them Mm. people that are supposed to show them unconditional you know empathy right they begin to stigmatize them so it was that for me Mm -hmm. you know that whole experience right birthed the organization that whole experience you know made me realize that you know what i i need to be the voice for individuals that are coping with mental health disorders because they're human beings too right like everybody can have malaria just like anybody can have cancer right there's a chance that from the age of 15 anybody can develop a mental health disorder. So if it's not their fault, right, why are you looking Mm. down on them or why are you treating them like they are less of value? So for me. Oh. Oh, wow, wow, wow. That, that, That was really um inspirational and touching at the same time and i struggle to um um do you think we can draw the correlation mm-hmm. between stigma and the reason why a lot of folks um do of not course. own up to of the fact course. that they might be okay. struggling mentally so it's like because... this, right i don't want to admit to something because there's already mm-hmm a stereotype about these particular sets of people, right? So immediately someone has depression, immediately someone Mm -hmm. is coping with anxiety, that person is labeled 
insane. I don't use that word, but that person is immediately labeled insane. Mm. So you see people that are having PTSD, people that are coping with anxiety, people that are coping with depression, right? Mm-hmm. Even when it's mild, they don't want to admit to it because of stigma. So of course, there's a strong correlation mm. between you know stigma and help-seeking behaviors. Mm. Mm. So I, I think um, we all, yeah. as um, mental health caregivers, we have to do of a course, much better yeah. job in approaching this stigma because it starts from us. Um, but Alifa, mm. so the impact mm. of the last couple of weeks has been devastating. It has been, you know, as in, did oh, you see that no. meme where they said, <laughs> me and my therapist next week, me, oh, my therapist, oh, it was exactly that, it was that, that amount of, I don't it even know how lot. to put it in words. Can you just talk a little bit on um, people's reaction and response to the event that has taken place? in the past two weeks, like you being a mental health care professional, what are you seeing in your client space? What is the um, reaction? And can you gauge okay. the so emotions first, of people right, right now? I want everyone to know that there's no appropriate reaction to mm. a traumatic experience, right? It is based on you and how you process it. You know, some people will say, oh, yeah. you know, let the emotions, you know, come out. You can be angry. You can cry. If you don't feel anything, it's okay. At that point, if you're angry, it's okay. At that point, right? If you're exhausted, it's okay. If you feel detached, right? And you're wondering, oh, why is everybody feeling something and I'm not feeling anything? It's okay, right? Because there's no appropriate reaction to traumatic events, right? There's no right way to deal with it. It's based on you, right? Your emotional strength, your ability to Mm. deal with things. You know, in the classroom, we have fast learners, we have, you know, slow learners, we have people that can generally grab things, you know, at a moderate pace. Emotions are like that. Some people can easily deal with it and move on. Hmm. For some people, it would take, you know, some cajoling to say, okay, what am I really feeling? And some people, it will be, I'm not feeling anything at all till you know later then the emotions begin Mm. to surface right some people develop survivor's guilt you know why am i why why wasn't wasn't i killed you know why i'm so lucky who who says i'm so lucky you know you begin to feel guilty Mm. because you know you're not experiencing anything or because Mm -hmm. you're not injured right well well some people tend to experience PTSD Mm -hmm. later on. Right? So for your listeners, I want everyone to know that 
as of this, there's no, there's, breathe. There's no appropriate response to it. It's just you and how you process it, right? I saw something on Twitter, right? That in order to mm. deal with something, mm. you have to process it. You have to make meaning of it, right? And let's not lie. There's no actual mm. meaning attached to what happened. It was horrific, right? So we need to give our mind, mm. we need to give it time mm-hmm. to come up with some sort of explanation for it and then decide what, Stupid you know, pass. your response is and then you begin to deal with mm-hmm. it. I hope I have a question, OJ. Yes, Nifa, that was incredible. Um, just to go off of what you just talked about, um, in the in the in the sense of people coming out, because I know I had a lot of people yeah. tell me that, oh, I am just there. Yeah. The feeling of just being there. What exactly is that feeling? And also, yeah. um, as a psychotherapist. Would, would you advise that people get into their emotions immediately and you know mm-hmm. the, how they say the only way to get to get past it is to get through it get into their emotions mm-hmm. immediately and deal with it rather than storing it mm-hmm. up for later because it can show up in so many yeah. other ways that okay might so, um, not I got be your healthy so the first one right you know, just being there, the emotional detachment, emotional numbness, mm-hmm. it, it's a defense mechanism, first things mm-hmm. right? Your mind is saying, to be honest, I'm not ready to process mm-hmm. this. I'm not ready to deal with it. So let's keep it. And being there, the emotional detachment, right, now leads to, are we going to now deal with these emotions now? Or are we going to repress and suppress and deal with it later? And to be honest, right, dealing with it later might seem to, you know, to the person as the best fit. But is it healthy? No. It's not healthy because mm-hmm. I, gi- I always give this example. Mm, Your emotions not. are stored up in a bottle. You keep and you know you keep just filling up your bottle with water every day every day i'll deal with this i'll deal with this i'll deal with it i'll deal with it till it gets to the point that the bottle is filled up and then water begins to flow and the bottle breaks at that point you have so many emotions that you cannot pinpoint what exactly it is you are feeling. So it is harder to, you know, to treat or to mm-hmm. allow, you know, free flow. But at the point where, you know, you're feeling something and you express it, oh, I'm angry, I'm not feeling anything, I'm sad, you know, I'm hurt. At that moment, it is easy to deal with that emotion. 
it's easy to process it it's easy to remove the you know painful emotional attachments to that event because to be honest we cannot erase the event right we can mm. reduce the impact that that event has on our emotions yes so it is always you know best to deal with the emotions mm, mm, as mm, they mm, yeah. come rather than store them up yeah mm. yeah yeah i get you um another 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 big um i loved how you mm-hmm. talked about um mm-hmm. having to put a name on the emotion that you are feeling because a lot of times you know in our community you hear people mm-hmm. just only i mean there mm-hmm. are more than 500 different feelings that we feel as humans or 5000 even but you hear people just only streamline their emotional states to just feeling joyful, feeling happy, feeling sad. Um, can you talk a bit about how we, how it is important for us to recognize each feeling for what it is, even if to us as humans or to us as people, they are not quote-unquote, good feelings. Can you talk about the, why it's important to name a feeling okay. when you feel All right, thank you, Oji. Regardless so, um, of how it might come across in us. my book that addresses this. And I also did a podcast on this, right? So the truth is, emotions mm. are only indicators, right? Emotions are only indicators. But the truth is, we yeah. are conditioned, right, yeah. to only identify with the pleasure giving emotions love Mm -hmm. happiness joy you know feelings of satisfaction that we now misinterpret you know other emotions like anger sadness you know grief frustration because society and even you know ourselves Mm -hmm. have interpreted these emotions to mean the worst of things so for example, let's take let's take sadness or anger. Anger means right, something is not it's not it's not right. Mm. It's either oh you're being cheated on or someone is trying to take advantage of you or someone else, you know. But we interpret anger to mean being irrational. Right? Sometimes we could be angry when we feel shame, right? And mm-hmm, shame tells mm-hmm. us, oh, we're not meeting expectations, or we may have put you know, ourselves in mm-hmm. quote and unquote right, right boxes that may not be, mm-hmm. for the lack of better word, rational. Right? So we now we now get angry and we react, or we we shy away from these emotions mm. because you know they are alien. And society has made them, you know, look like if you experience or you talk about any of these, you know, unpleasant emotions, you are you are cursed or you, know, you are jinxed or there's some sort of bad luck, you know? No, but the truth is you are human and you mm. are wanting to experience these things. Mm-hmm. 
sorry to cut you short there, Nife. Yeah. Um, also, what came to mind when you were answering the question is this sense of forced positivity. <laughs> now, um, society um tells you that oh, you have to be happy, go lucky, positive all mm-hmm. the time, and it almost okay. Really so yes, I understand that like, you know, society wants us background. to be happy because you sadness is not this? you know an emotion that we all want to identify it or we identify with or even want to express or experience right but the truth is we cannot run away from these emotions even if we put up the oh happy go lucky you know face or facade right to be honest we will still experience these things because in as much as there's the feel-good hormone, serotonin. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that hormone, right, the hormone may drop. Or what happens to people that have low levels of serotonin? Would you say, oh, mm-hmm. you know, there's something True. You know, wrong with them or they're not happy-go-lucky people, you know? What happens when we experience painful situations? Are we supposed to pretend to be happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. people? No. So it is, it is good to want to be happy, right? It is good to want to maintain mm. positivity. But in spite of that, right, we should remember that true emotions or true emotional wellness is the ability to deal with the unpleasant mm. emotions, right? Mm, mm, yeah yeah wow I, th- mm-hmm. I think that that has answered a lot of questions now um there's this question that kept on coming to me from people is how you know when you know there, there, there's a category of people with the events that have yeah. taken place in the past few weeks and especially last week there's a category of people that are feeling just there there's the category of people that don't know how to feel. Then there is the category of people that are feeling hopeless. And I feel like we've addressed the just there and the don't know how to feel category. Now, for the people that are feeling the emotion already identified as hopelessness, can you um, share your insights on that? And where do they go from there? It's been tough. So you shouldn't be, you know, hard on yourself for feeling hopeless, right? So there's this therapeutic exercise that I usually Hmm. give my clients, right? Learn to rate the event and not yourself. Learn to analyze, you know, Mm -hmm. what happened. Address your emotions to that event, right? So you're feeling hopeless. Why are you feeling hopeless? Do you think, oh, because, you know, you should have been part of the people that, you know, went Mm. out to protest. Address the why. Why am I feeling hopeless? And of course, you have to do this with, you know, the help of your therapist, right? So when you learn to read the event and analyze your Mm. emotions attached to that event, Mm. you won't be so hard on yourself. And you 
So you would allow that emotion, you allow the free flow of that emotion, you deal with it, mm-hmm. and you move past it. So if there's anything here, sorry, sorry, OJ, if there's anything to take here, is to rate, mm. you know, so, um... the experience and the emotion and not yourself. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. yes 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 i i that's that is a really really good one mm-hmm. um so from for for those that have been feeling hopeless with this yeah. exercise what where next what is the next stage because you know emotions are in stages so with this therapeutic exercise of rating the event and okay, not themselves. So, um, you know, you cannot really from hopelessness, what or is the say next, this emotion next emotion for other people? Feel. It depends on how the person, you know, processes the event and their emotions. But for a majority of people, mm-hmm. right, they would move on to anger. You become angry at the system. You become angry at so many mm-hmm. things. You tend to find the fault in everything that has happened and to be honest you have every justification to be right but it's realize right that that emotion anger Uh how does it really make you feel are you comfortable with it Mm -hmm. and if you're not comfortable with it that's why i mean i said you know you have to do this with Mm. your therapist because your therapist will help to guide your emotion, right? So once you move to the stage of anger or regret, you know, because some people, why am I even in this country, Seth? Mm. Be honest, you know, we need to ask that question. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But when you you assess, oh, how is this emotion making uh-huh, Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I don't like it. I don't like yeah. the fact that I'm angry. I don't like the fact that I'm feeling regretful, right? We tend to tilt, yeah, yeah. you know, towards the mm. more positive emotions. So, okay, so how can I not be angry anymore? What mm. can I do to change the situation, right? Because I know that if I change the situation, my emotions will change, right? So these are things that you will do. And mm. I'm saying it again, guys, this has to be done with your mm. therapist because emotions are like wildfire. You cannot control it that is why i did not say your therapist will control your emotions your therapist will help guide it because one can control emotions mm. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's 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 one of the misconception people have with a mental health care professional because mm. they assume that as mental health care professionals, we help them to yeah. solve the problem. But they don't actually yeah. know that we are not solving the problem. We're giving you tools to help you solve the problem yourself. All right. Mm-hmm. This has been so um, thought-provoking. Now, moving on to something that I s- mm-hmm. have been seeing on social media of late and just um, t- um, surrounding this entire event of the past mm-hmm. few weeks 
I mean, we deal with a lot of shaming um, in our today's society. But something of yeah. recent that I'm now beginning to see is that there's even grief shaming. <laughs> really, there's even grief shaming. Shaming people for moving on quicker than you've moved on. Because mm-hmm. I saw people, um, I think it was a couple of days ago after the president of sword speech. And where, you know, yeah, through like Nigerians yeah. as a country, how we deal with traumatic experiences is we try to laugh. And yes, it can be really hard, but we try to laugh. Mm. And I started seeing a lot of people commenting like, Oh, how dare you laugh? Why would you laugh? And even it continued even till today. People saying, how can you just mm-hmm. move on? How can you just act like, how can you not be sad anymore? Then I saw a particular tweet. This is the opposite of a girl who um, she lost her mom the previous year. And hmm. the next year of the remembrance, she was crying. And somebody asked her, uh-uh, has it not been a year? Why are you still crying like this? so grief shaming what do you can you throw a little more light about that and can you help okay um my listeners understand the reason um, why this is very very detrimental to your emotional race sizes gender right emotions like that right we have emotional strength so it is you mm-hmm. can, you know, when you go to the gym and people can lift like 50 kg worth of, you know, weight, and some people are struggling with 10 emotional, right? Mm-hmm. So, some people can move on or move past these emotions mm-hmm. quicker than you, but it doesn't make them weak or fragile or frail if they take you know a longer period of time because honest to heal totally you have to walk through every aspect of that event Mm. right so we need to just understand that Mm. some people move on quicker than others and Mm. be fine with it because that's their emotional strength and some people take a while, you know, mm. to heal from traumatic experiences. And that's their emotional strength. And guess what, guys? That's okay, too. So to some people, it might be a day, a week. To some people, it could be mm-hmm. years. And that's okay, too. You know, and we should be very careful not to say, ah, ah. Over this thing again, you know, trying to condition or control how a person should heal. No, just like, you know, physical Mm. wounds take time to heal, right? And, you know, they vary. Two people can have the same injury and one heals faster than the Mm. other physically. Our emotions are like that as well. And we need to honestly keep our opinions to ourselves and allow other people deal with what they are dealing with mm-hmm. the way they know how to deal with mm-hmm. yes yes I, I, mm-hmm. I totally agree I totally agree 
And um, just just to um, add my voice to what you said, just because a person has Honest. moved on supposedly fast doesn't mean that they did not feel the pain or it doesn't hurt anymore mm-hmm. or they're not distraught or they are emotionless. Like you've rightfully so explained, cool. different people and their emotional pedigree, we are all different. Thank you so much, Nife, for that. Um you talk a lot about um mm-hmm. the um whole emotional the processes of dealing with emotions can you offer us some tips on how to deal with emotional instability during okay. these times because th- that has been major complaints about with people about how irregular their emotions are just okay so guys hi guys First things first, right? I know this is going to sound very sh- Hello? I'm here. I can hear you. Okay. okay, great. Hi, guys. So, um, first things first, and I know this is going to sound very, very strange, right? First things first, no pressure. Mm-hmm. There's no right to feel. Mm-mm. You see that pressure, mm. that internal pressure of, I'm not feeling anything. Why am I still sad? Or, oh, why am I no longer sad? Mm-mm. No pressure. Allow your emotion to surface themselves or itself. Right? Don't, don't, don't put yourself, mm. you know, I always tell my clients, can we not do the, you know, this is my year, my uh, my new year resolution or my new month resolution. Can we not? Can we not do that with our emotions as well? Mm. You know, because that unconsciously or subconsciously puts us in a box and makes us, you know, want to be overly, you know, checking or become we become overly fixated on our emotions. So no pressure. First things first, right? And when your emotions eventually surface, Mm. right, sit down, ask yourself, so this is what I feel. Articulate it down, right? Now ask yourself, am I comfortable with this feeling? Am I not comfortable with this feeling? Right, because Mm. to be honest, seeking help or dealing with things or healing from things have to start from you. If you feel that you are good mm, this, true. even when it is not healthy for you when you seek help right nothing will change so you need mm. to sit and ask yourself am I comfortable with this emotion once you get your answer proceed am I willing to seek help when you get your answer, right, move on to the next question. Am I willing to put in the work? Because I always, you know, I always tell my clients, right, therapy is 80-20. I'm actually doing the 20 and you're doing the 80. Right? So am I willing mm. to put in the work? Because therapy will strip mm-hmm. you bare emotionally. 
So when you get your answer, you move on. Where mm. do I access help? That's one way to deal with it. If you know that, okay, I'm not comfortable with this emotion. Right? But if you feel, okay, I'm not comfortable with it, but I'm not ready to seek help. What are the things that you can do? Have a fixed bedtime. Now, this is very strange. But going to bed and waking up at a particular time actually increases, you know, the levels of the feel-good hormones in your body, right? So you tend to automatically feel good or feel better, right, when you have a fixed bedtime, right? Eating healthy as well helps to, you know, increase the feel-good hormones, taking care of yourself, exercising, you know, doing the things that you you enjoy doing. Generally, or consciously putting yourself in the atmosphere of, I must feel good, right? Or I want to feel good. Mm. I can help, you know, deal with the emotions. And if you're in the other category, right, where you're comfortable with the emotion, right, and you know what you feel, continue mm-hmm. to live your life, right? But make sure mm. that that decision, right, is not detrimental to you. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, Nifa, you shared so much from your fountain of everlasting knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you shared with us so much. But I, uh, one of my um, last questions mm-hmm. to you will be... Um, do you have any resources? And I know you have a book, and we're going to talk about that really soon. Mm-hmm. But do you have any other resources that you can point my listeners towards now uh, stability and taking care of their emotions and mental health this period? Okay. Um. So I have a podcast as well i host the podcast as well mm. it's called talk it out with me Femi, surely and you know i just talk about you know anxiety emotional well-being and all of these things so of course other than the book other than seeking therapy you know listening to you know podcasts like yours and mine can help you know your listeners you know get in the right shape emotionally Mm. Mm. I'll definitely link your podcast down below. Oh, thank God. Thank God you just reminded me of Mm -hmm. a question. You know, when once we have a year, you know, we have to take it by force. Just reminded me of the question. And I remembered um this was something that I also dealt with with um people that I was talking to Mm too during this period. Um People that have never had anxiety attacks mm-hmm. or panic attacks, so I'm suddenly developing them over the course of the mm-hmm. past two weeks. And another, um, another reoccurring, reoccurring issues with um, people that I work with was not being able to mm-hmm. sleep and having nightmares and just 
having the entire event come again and again during the night time. Can mm-hmm. you just really touch basis on that for us quickly? Okay, um, so guys, it is normal. First things first, it's normal to experience these things after a traumatic event, right? So here's something we can do, right? There's something called the deep breathing relaxation technique where you really get in a very comfortable Mm. position you can sit down you can lie down and you close your eyes it's like yeah you're trying to fall asleep but you're not asleep right you take in slow deep breaths through your nose and you hold it in usually count from like five one to five or one to ten then you breathe out through your mouth slowly. You repeat this process till you yawn. This will help, you know, lower your heart rate, heart rate, you know, release oxygen into your brain and you just automatically feel calmer, right? In situations where the anxiety, you know, is heightened, right? There's the five senses technique where you look around, Mm. tell yourself you're talking to yourself look around where are you you know oh i'm in my house establish Mm. physical connection feel something right that makes you feel like you're home if you could hug your loved one you could feel you know if you live alone feel something that's really personal that you only keep at home right that assures you that you are safe right then taste something Something that Mm. is linked and that will reassure you that you are safe and you're not, you know, experiencing that event again. You could taste something sweet. You could taste something bitter. Don't drink water because water has Mm. no taste, right? Taste something sour. Something that reassures you from your fridge. It could be your food. Mm. It could be salt. It could be anything that just reassures you that, you know what, I'm home right and then you can increase you know the tv or just go somewhere where you Mm. can hear something that assures you that you are home and then affirmation works as well you know i'm at home i'm safe you know everyone that i know is safe although i cannot control the situation of things outside i can control you know my immediate environment and right now as of this moment i am home i am safe and when you do these right you tend to sleep better when you do this also please if you know that you're not sleeping well you know read up on sleep Mm. hygiene right so that's just taking a nice bath before bed conditioning your room that it becomes enticing to sleep right so that when you do Mm. you are subconsciously awake right so these Mm. are simple things that you can do to just you know calm Uh uh-huh thank you so much nikki you've shared so much in such a short time and of course now we're going to talk about your book your book because you're not only podcaster extraordinary you're also author so um let's can you tell us a little bit about your book what it's about and where we can get it okay um you guys are making me float my boat here but okay (laughs) (laughs) okay so um the book is 
titled your everything guide to mental health it's you know just a short guide to understanding your emotions you know it reveals you to you right in the book you know we have war i have worksheets there where you can actively you know write down okay so this is this is my emotion this is my thought pattern these are my triggers or stressors so basically the book is a detailed guide to understanding you know you your emotions your stressors and how to immediately deal with them Mm-hmm. So you can get the book on Okada Books. It's available okay. on Okada Books, and it's also available on Amazon Kindle as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'll get the link, and I will leave it in the show notes below for my listeners, because I'm very sure that they would like to get it. Now, before we we call it a close for today. Mm-hmm. What are you up to? What's next for Nathan Me? Do you have any projects? What is next? Okay, so um, what's next for me is you know personal development as well. You know, developing myself mm. career wise. But then I also have like you mm. know plans. You know, for individuals, for companies. You know that are looking to you know. To just understand the emotions that looking to improve themselves, you know, I have plans and worksheets to you know understand your emotions. So basically, it's all about you know helping people, improving myself so that I can help people. Like, mm. so um, is are there any events that are planned for my beautiful mind at NG this year? Are there events planned? Is there? Yes. Anything yes, that... yes, 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 of course. December, we're going to be having, you know, a live conversation hub where we all just sit down and we talk about mental health without stigma, where people that are coping, you know, with mental health disorders, and I said coping because they're not, you know, it's not inflicted on them, right? So people that are coping mm-hmm. with mental health disorders can come and be free to express themselves. So you guys should, you know, look forward to December. We're going to be having a live conversation hub. Uh-huh. We would most definitely do that. Jennifer, yeah. where can we find you on social media? Um, What are the websites? What are the pages? And where can we find your organization on social okay, media? Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Nifemi, that's N-I-F-E-M-I, two underscore F. And okay. yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn as well, at Oluanifemi Shuole. Right? Mm. My surname is S-O-W-O-L-E. You can find my organization mm. at www i'll send you the link www.mybeautifulmindng.com you can find us on instagram mm. at mybeautifulmindng.com you can find us on twitter at mybeautifulmng.com okay thank you so much for coming on the show today mm. i'm very sure that we have all learned
I can't I'm wait excited. to have you back very soon. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. We have come to the end of this week's episode of the show. I hope we were able to learn from the conversation that has just been held. Do not forget that my DMs are always open for questions and suggestions and all that. And the link to our social media pages and that of our guest will be in the show notes of this week's episode. Do not forget to follow us on social media so that we can connect and do not forget to like, share and also subscribe to the podcast so that you could be part of the TT squad. Guys, one important message that I want to leave you with is do not put so much undue pressure on yourself to heal emotionally. Please take as much time as you need to take care and protect your mental health. And do not forget that we all have different emotional strengths. And just because another person seemed to have gotten past a traumatic event, it doesn't mean that you should be pressured to jump your process. Take your time and go through the process. Because the only way to get past it is to go through it. My name is Ujewe. And until next week, stay safe, stay well. This is a Therapy Thursday show.